So I tried to do the Yayama Fix My Life before the new year, but I was waiting because I thought that the second half was going to come out because, you know, it said to be continued. And so I thought it was going to say that the second half had come out and for that, you know, we were okay with you know, watching all of it, because I didn't want to say anything, and then the next episode come up, and I'll be like, oh, well, I thought this was a thing, but it wasn't a thing, but anyway, since they ain't showed it to us yet, I guess we need to go ahead on and do it, and it's going to be the final episode going to be in 2021. I guess that's nice to not end it in 2020, because we know what happened last year. Everything was going on. Maybe it just wasn't the right time for it or whatever. I don't know, but we here and I'm going to talk about it right quick. This this ain't going, hopefully this don't take too long. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in that episode, so we'll see. Y'all already know I'm not good at the recap. I just tell you what I saw and how I, how I took it, okay? So we're at this, what seems to be the final family with um I only fix my life if you did not know this is the final season for the show she is not coming back for another season we we've done we've gotten all that we've gotten I saw the interview with I where she said that um you know at this point and I and I don't blame her at this point at this age she don't want to have to keep on doing a thing where she has to, you know, fight with people who don't really want to be there. She don't want to have to, you know, be in a space with people who she, it, how many times can she say, you said you was going to stay. You said you was going to do the work. You said, she said, you know what, at this point, come to me and pay me for my time instead of, you know, trying to get a look on TV and then we could do real work together because, I still want to fix lives, quote unquote, but I, you know, I want to, she don't want to fix lives. She want to interrupt the pattern because that's always what she, she, you know, her, her thing has been is to interrupt the pattern. So at this point she's saying, listen, I'll interrupt some patterns for y'all, but y'all got to really want this. Y'all got to not want this because you want to be relevant on TV or you want your story to be told or you want to, you know, fight with somebody. You got to really want to do it. So she will be working with family. She will be working with, you know, celebrities, but behind the scenes now instead of in front of the camera. And then, of course, I'm sure she'll be doing some other things. We'll probably see some more books out, maybe another tour. Hopefully, whenever, you know, the stage is open back up. But this is it. So we watched this family and there was a clip. This all was coming from a clip that was on the internet. I saw it. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I did see it. It was of a, a male seeming to be in his late 40s, I'm going to assume, uh, maybe even early 50s, talking about how he pays all the bills. His wife don't have to pay no bills. That's all on him. You know, she ain't never got to, had to pay a light bill, gas bill, water bill, car note, whatever. That's that's what we saw. And I remember there being a lot of conversation about, you know, this clip. Like, it, what's a real man? And, you know, what's a wife? And, you know, a lot of assumptions about what who who and what his wife was. And, you know, she don't, you know, she, I, ooh, I would love to be a woman who don't have to pay no bills. And, you know, that's that got to be an easy life. And that's a real man. Take care of his family like that. 
that was a lot of conversation that I saw on the internet when this clip came out. I don't remember when it came out, but I do remember seeing it. The thing about it is we now get to see what that looked like on the other side of the bed because we always think that when we see something, we know a full story. And I can tell you that I've watched enough seasons of Ayoma. I have talked to enough people. I have been in enough relationships with people, not intimate, but just with people, friendships, coworkers, you know, um, associates, to know that it's not just one way. It's not what we see. You cannot see the totality of relationship in a two even seven, even 15 minute clip, okay? And so we got to see this other part of what was going on with this family. Now, I understand that the father wrote in because he wanted some solutions for his family. But again, he was at a space where he wanted one thing. That is not the same thing that she that 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 she uncovered. Okay, so when he came, he was coming with the understanding that they as a family would be getting on the same foot because people don't really seem to be listening to him and respecting him in the way that he felt like he was owed based off of the fact that he is the he is the uh, bill payer in the house. What was interesting was, though, we did find out that his wife is not a stay-at-home mom. Not that there is anything wrong with that. Please let me tell you that. I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. I was in the house. There's nothing wrong with that. But people assumed that that's what she was. And she was not. And we found that out there that not only is she not a stay-at-home mom, but this is a woman who honestly you know, very educated. She is an assistant principal, I believe. I don't believe she was a principal. I believe she was an assistant principal. And, um, you know, she's out here living and making her own money. The problem with their family is, is that because he is the kind of man who grew up in that day and age where, you know, you make the money, you, you're a breadwinner, you pay the bills, everybody got to listen to you. We also have to understand that that also comes with that um, emotionally abusive mentality where, you know, it's not a lot of love coming from that type of person. And this is generalizing. So don't start sending me messages like my dad paid all the bills and he was loving to me and my mom. I get what you said. I already know, boo. I'm talking about general. In general, that, that, Group of men are not really free with the emotional side. They kind of hold that all in and they don't got time because they tired from working and they just feel like, you know, I worked, I I did for y'all, I paid the bills, the lights is on, you should feel loved, right? And so there wasn't a lot of love in that family. We also found out that this really was a relationship where, Mama got pregnant 
And so then they decided to get married. It really wasn't about love. And it's a lot of us out here who then did some stuff because we didn't got pregnant because we are giving ourselves to people who just don't deserve it. You know, it's not about me saying like, oh, you need to wait till you get married to have sex. I am not saying that. Please don't come for me again. Don't come asking me like, oh, but what you trying to say? Because my man, I get it. I already know. I'm not trying to say a thing. What I I am saying is that I know for me, when I talk to some of my friends, we talk about, you know, like I gave to some people who didn't deserve it at the time because I didn't even realize myself what I was honestly giving, you know, and that's all I'm saying is that, you know, there, especially when you're in your early years, you don't really realize like you, sometimes the the things that you are, hap- are happening, you aren't paying attention to all of the consequences because you're young, you reckless, you know, like a lot of us were, a lot of us were young, we were reckless, we was just out here trying to have fun, kicking it, next thing you know, babies, and a lot of people get married because they are pregnant, that was a thing, especially 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago, and people were getting married because they were pregnant, and this was one of those couples where it really wasn't about the love, it was about the fact that they were pregnant and didn't want to have a child out of wedlock um this man already had other children he had it looks to be three other children and then he had two with his current wife so he has a set of twins uh, that were older than the two with the current wife and then he has another daughter I believe that both I believe that the set of twins and the daughter um had different moms then like they don't have the same moms either but at some point daddy got all the kids were living with him I don't know why they didn't get into why they these these girls wasn't living with their mamas but um they were not they were living with him and he seemed to have tried to just make sure that they had a lot of stuff because whatever was going on with their moms was sad and he didn't want them to feel you know some kind of way about that, so he was like, you know, giving them gifts or whatever, I don't know what was happening, but what I can tell you is daddy was not around a lot, um, it seems though he was just working and getting his work done a lot, and so because he was working, and I don't remember if they told us what he did, I, I honestly don't remember that, but it seems like he was working a lot, so he wasn't available to them, like they would have liked him to be, okay, let's see, because of that, mama was there, like, I don't even know if I want to, you know, stay married to him, it's a lot, you know, I understand that he's here, and he ready to do the work, and he ready to, you know, figure out what's going on, but I just don't know if I got the energy to be out here with all of this, Ayana did have to go into, and I think, and I know people want to be offended, but you know, sometimes people just want to be offended because they want to be offended, I think that it was a good thing to say, if you married to a man, and you stay with that man, to have, and have sex with that man, just on the, um, 
you know, just for the bill pay, especially for a woman who could pay her bills, then, you know, you, you're selling your body and you're selling your mind and you're selling your heart because your heart ain't getting fed. This ain't a love thing. This is a financial thing. And if you're here for a financial thing, you could call a spade a spade, which we know is an Iona term. Call a spade a spade and say you a hoe. And I know people are upset, like there were some people who were feeling away about that, like here she go again, but I'm trying to tell you, sometimes we don't want to say certain things about people because we feel like, well, this person seem a little classy, we shouldn't say this thing. But the truth of the matter is, if you are in the relationship for the money, for the financial aspects of it, you selling yourself because you are not there for love, what else you going to call it? If you're not there for love, if you're not there for, you know, a mutual thing, if you are there because you like that this person is willing to financially take care of you, what else do you call it? That's all I'm asking. So she hit on that. We don't got to go deep into it. I'm not calling the lady a hoe. I'm just saying I see where she coming from when Ayala says it. Because we have to be honest. There's so many people who do are not honest with the fact that a lot of what you are doing is because you are comfortable in your financial life. And so because of the finances, you're willing to accept some other things, even though you want to cry and bitch and moan about them. People know that you're willing to accept those other things. The person who, who you're taking it from, they're like, oh, but you ain't worried about it when this happens, or you ain't worried about it when that happens. And that's why people know that you're there for the money. Some people work hard for the money on the clock, and some people work hard for the money in the house. That's all I'm telling you. I mean, you know, get mad if you want to, but again, I don't, this is, this is just what was said on the show. So I, what I liked on this one, and I don't know if this is a setup for some, for, for the next thing, but what I liked on this one was that Ayonla had another doctor come in to speak with, to sit with the father. It was like, he was like the, the father coach. And then Ayana was going to talk to all these women because it was the wife and it was three daughters um, from a previous relation, from previous relationships. And then another daughter that was her own child. And so there were four daughters there and Ayana was like, I'm gonna work with them. There also was a grandma, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. We just going to talk about what we had going on um on this one let me see really quick what the name of that doctor was because I think I wrote it down although I'm not seeing it right here um All I can tell you is, is I don't see the man name. I know I wrote it down somewhere, but child, how many stuff things that I write down, we don't even know. Anyway, that doctor came in. I thought he did a wonderful job because I thought his temperament was right. I thought the way that he handled, you know, um, the the husband was well um thought out it was like he you know he let him know I'm there to support you but I'm not here to baby you and it's gonna be some stuff that you won't have to do that's gonna be rough as you willing to do it and the father said yes which was beautiful because I really do 
feel like he was trying to learn, okay? So um, one of the things that came out was um, all of the younger, I mean, oldest girls were molested by somebody. There was some kind of sexual um, violations going on in their younger years, and they all felt like they couldn't tell their dad because they felt like their dad was going to, you know, pop off and they didn't want him to go to jail. Because even though, and we know this with families, especially with children, it's like, I love, even even though you treating me wrong, I still love you and I want to be here with you. So what I don't want is for you to get in trouble because I know whatever you going to do, you going to end up in jail. So they didn't tell him, but daddy just like, you know, listening to it, he's like, I had no clue. I had no clue. And so the, you know, the, the, the male psychiatrist therapist was trying to tell the father, like, listen, they trying to tell you that that's how volatile you show up for them. They, you're so volatile. They're even afraid to tell you things that may save them because they don't know how you want to react to them. They trying to protect you out here in these streets so you don't go to jail because they see you as that hot-headed. And we sometimes, you know, we don't realize that we do come off like that. Like, you come off in a way, you can come off in a way, I don't know y'all personally, but you can come off in a way where you know, you think, oh, I'm just, I'm just saying how I feel, I just, yeah, but it's harsh, and, and you can't expect that people see you soft, because I know some of y'all do that, where, you know, as soon as somebody tell you what you're saying, then you like, all I was saying was, no, you wasn't, that's not how you delivered it, that's not the delivery, that's not the, the verbiage, we want to stop lying, because you out here volatile, anyway, these girls were saying that they were, you know, molested and then they get into an argument it was the 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 twins and the other sister I don't know nobody's name I don't write them down I did write them down somewhere I ain't gonna tell y'all y'all know I take notes but I don't know what I did with it let me just see because um I know that I I wrote some stuff down Okay, here we go. Okay, the the twins' names were Shanae and Janae and Janae, um, and the doctor's name was Doctor Perry. Look at me, I took some notes. Okay, so while they're in there, let's see. Okay. So they they get into this argument. It was Ashley and then the, the, the twins, Janae and Shanae. And they were having this huge argument, but the argument really wasn't about how they felt about each other. It was the fact that they couldn't get the time and attention from their dad, and they've all been competing for it. And so when when somebody seemed to get it, they started going at each other because they couldn't feel they didn't feel safe in telling their father how they felt about anything. Right. So Ayana diffused it. They calmed down. They were able to have conversations with one another. And there was a lot of work being done. When I tell you there was a lot of work being done because it was the daughters. It was the wife. It was the husband. It was the 17 year old son. He was the most closed off but I think that's because he's the one who 
um, may have, you know, it's a different situation when it's father and father than when it's daughter and father. Daughters see their fathers a different way than sons do. And even though, you know, the dad was in the house, the son was saying like, you know, every time I ask you to just like kick it with me, throw the ball around or something, you too busy because you out here just worried about you and all this stuff. And the dad was saying, like, I don't, you know, that wasn't my intentions. And, you know, also what I liked was, the, okay, so there was a lot of work going on. Everybody had something. One of the biggest things I think was um, the wife talking about how there was one time when the husband put his hands on her. I think he choked her. Um once or twice and she was saying that she pretty much shut down after that once the husband put his hands on her she shut it on down like she was just like I I'm just here because this kid's here and you pay all these bills over here but the rest of it and she probably I would assume we don't know this this is my assumption and y'all could take that how you want but she probably was um you know, finishing her schooling while this was happening. And now that she's at a space where she comfortable, she was just like, I, I really don't care to work with none of this. And then, so once that came out, the next day, my man was very upset because he was upset with her. And they said that there were some text messages and some threats made about, um, you know, their relationship because, it seems as though they had made a pact, the husband and wife had made a pact that they weren't going to talk about him putting his hands on her because I guess he felt like it was a long time ago and so it should be a non-issue. But let me let you know, in any relationship, if somebody put their hands on you, it's a problem. It is. It's going to be a problem. It is a problem. I don't know why we acting like it ain't a problem. Like, it's a problem. You can't put your hands on me and I forget about that next week. I will always remember where you took it to a place where you didn't even leave. You just you, you decided that it was okay to hit me. I don't care if that's a woman and a man, a man and a man, a woman and a woman. The woman hit the man. I don't care who it is. Once you do it, I will remember it. I will remember you. That's how, I mean, that's this, don't, don't judge me. But that's what, what it is. I'm going to remember. And so she felt like this was a safe space to bring it up. He didn't like it. There was a problem. It was okay for the wife, though, because she was saying, you know, what I need from you anyway is for you to let me go. Like, I need you to not be calling me, not be bothering me. I need to be able to live out here and go head on with my life because it ain't working for me here. The problem with that is she didn't even really mean that. Now, we was all confused when she said it because then by the time they got to the next day when they was talking about it, she was saying, I'm not saying that we need to get a divorce because she, when she said it, child, she broke down. She was done. Like she didn't have no more to give because it was a lot. It's a lot to look at somebody you've been with for 20 something years and say, um, I'm done and I want to go and everything. And it seemed like to me, 
she was falling into one of those those um situations that I always talk to people about where you know you feel like hey he ain't really doing nothing wrong like today you know like you're just like he nicer guess or whatever he you know like yeah, he put his hands on me but that was a while ago I mean I'm just saying it now because it's in conversation but the truth is he really ain't did nothing to me but the thing is is he you don't feel loved and that's the thing whether or not they're intentionally holding love from you or not it's still a thing to not feel loved that's enough you allowed to not want to be with somebody because you don't feel loved or you don't feel like you love them you don't gotta wait boy if i if i knew if i knew what i know now we do not have to wait till the devastation comes to break up with somebody like that's that seems to be what we've understood, especially in the hood where I grew up. It's like you only you only break up when, you know, something devastating and or embarrassing happens. You know, you get cheated on, you get lied to, you get beat up, any of that stuff. That's when the people, um, that's when the people start to um, come at you, you know, and say, you got to break up with him or you got to break up with her when it starts to get volatile. But the the, the thing is, it did, a lot of relationships don't got to get volatile because the writing was on the wall and it would have been okay to break up earlier than that. So when she said she, she didn't want a divorce, she just wanted like space to try to figure out what she was doing. I just feel like my, my girl's buying time. Just to be honest with you, to me, I feel like she's buying time. I remember when my mom was leaving her second husband. Uh, when she was leaving her second husband, she was buying time. There was a time when she was like, I'm just going to be around here being nice right quick because you know, I can't leave today. And so, you know, I have to just kind of be chilling so I could stack up some dollars and get myself, find a place to go, you know, all of those things and get myself um, good and going. I know that I, when I was in a situation with the person and we lived together, uh, I'll use that term loosely, but when we lived together, there came a time when I was like, this is over, but because I was a mother of five children, it's not that easy to just up and move five children, and so it took me a little bit of time, and for the time when I was still, you know, needing to be in the house, it was like, yeah, we cool, I got it, and I was trying not to have many arguments at that time, because I didn't need nobody telling me to go ahead on and get out before I was ready to go, so sometimes you just got a bad time so that you can, you know, uh, get your yourself in order, together so that you can, you know, go ahead on and move on, and I really do think that that's what is happening here, but we, you know, I guess that's one of those things we won't know because we, or, or maybe we'll find out when she does like the recap thing at the end. So, at towards the end, there was a lot of stuff the father was agreeing to, and he was willing to change, and you know, he wanted to do all these things, and the kids was, you know, acknowledging that they do a lot of volatile things because they learned them from their dad, but Iona was letting them know, you know, like. You can't be mad at your dad for the 
you know, for the thing, the lack of care and love and attention, and then come out here and not be caring, loving and attentive, like, because then you just saying you, you know, this is okay, I'm gonna be just like it, because then you're telling other people it's okay, that the treatment is okay, but it can't be okay if you don't like it. So pull yourself together, be your own example. And sometimes that's the truth. Sometimes we just got to be our own example of what we want in life. And then we will hopefully the the thing, the next thing that happens is that you then will attract that which you are seeking. Because if you out here being kind and loving, then you should attract more kind and loving people unless you just really ain't paying attention. And then you just going to attract people who are going to suck from that. But that's a whole nother conversation. Don't worry about it. So they, you know, they stay off third sided that they shouldn't be arguing with each other, that they, you know, should work on this and get this together. And everybody was really, it seemed like a good thing. Everybody was really trying to uh you know work work on being a family a better family than they were but this the the father you know was talking about how he regretted you know a lot of the things and he learned a lot of things and there were he was willing to you know work on being different and more attentive and more caring and more loving i will tell you that he really was devastated when he thought his wife wanted a divorce like i i i can tell you that he 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 thinks that he loves her. I don't know if he actually does love her, but he does believe that he does. And because he believes that he loves her, he didn't want to lose her. He he did. I think he did value her. He just didn't know how to show her that. And so hopefully this is a road and a journey where they can explore that because the, it's a serious situation to, you know, need to be loved and cared for and honor and all those things. And if he can figure that out, then they may be able to do something if she really wants to be with him. But we'll see. You never know. This leads me to where where this show, you know, came to a point where I didn't understand that, you know, we weren't done. And then, you know, the we show back up and the whole family's there and everybody's sitting and they talking and agreeing to this and that or whatever. And the next thing you know, the um daughter, the youngest daughter, Jaden, was like, I just want to know if we got a little bit of time to touch on something that I'm having an issue with, which was, why does my grandma not like me? Okay. And I was sitting there like, yeah, because I'm confused why grandma is here. I mean, we did have a quick touch on daddy, you know, not feeling loved or needing attention or something. Not, I don't know what, what it was. I don't remember, but I didn't understand why grandma was there unless she lived at the house and she, you know, she sees a lot of the balance that was going on. One of the violent things I didn't mention was that the father and the son have been in actual fist fights. Um, you know, with each other, but they didn't really go into it. It just was like they get so upset, they start to argue, and the next thing you know, they fighting. Um, but the grandma was there, and I was like, you know, watching it. I was saying, why, why is she here? What, what's her, what's her point here? And then we come to find out that Jordan is saying that grandma don't like her, and then grandma admits, like, yeah, I don't like you. You one of the kids that I don't like. And Ayana was like, I don't even know how, as a grandma, you fix your face to say 
you don't like your grandchildren, but we we could go ahead on and talk about it if you'd like to, you know. And so the daughter, you know, Jaden was saying, how, what did I do to you? And one of the things I really liked, again, was Ayala saying, like, why are you taking that on? Why are you taking on the fact that you think you did something to her? This this may be a personal problem of her own that she needs to work on that really they don't have nothing to do with you doing anything to her. She may have just decided, you know, because again, the sis like like the sisters, the sisters um didn't like each other because they not because somebody one of them did anything to the other but more so because of what they weren't getting somewhere else and they were taking it out on each other and it had become their pattern to just take it out on each other instead of you know figuring out how we address the real issue here which was they daddy so Ayana was telling the daughter Jaden that it's not um you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you did. Now, that's where the continue went. And so I really was waiting to see that because I was just like, I I don't understand. Now, I have been checking my, my streaming sites and it was not come on yet. So I don't know if I missed it or what, but I will go back and check. And if it's up there today, I'll I'll be talking about it again today because I'm not gonna wait a whole a whole week to get it on out there. But that's what I have, y'all. Um, if you have anything that you took from it, go ahead on, send me the cute email. I will respond to you. Just saying.com. I mean, sorry, just saying at gmail.com. And uh if you um you know, if you if you don't agree or if you do agree, let's talk about it. Because first of all, we can talk about how we feel about the fact that it's over. Don't y'all think I should get a show? And then, um, you know, what do you feel about these families? Because who who was your greatest one? I think next week that I will put that out about who what what families I thought were. The best, but I do agree. I was watching um, Funky Dineva, and he was saying that he's a little bit sad that it's ending now because this was one of the best um, seasons. And I do think that there were some good conversations here. I don't know yet if I want to say this was the best season, only because I haven't truly evaluated the other seasons enough to decide which one was my favorite season or which episodes were my favorite. I tell you, one of the ones I thought was the saddest for me was the one with the young lady who found out that, you know, her mom kidnapped her and she wasn't really her mom and how volatile that that child was and not being able to express herself in a way that was going to be effective for some kind of healing. But she wasn't old enough to know that she needed a healing and understand that yet. So I don't fault her, nor do I fault Ayala. I just think that the, the age didn't help with the times. But other than that, that's all I got for this episode, y'all. I hope that you all, you know, 
again, have a happy new year. We're going to go ahead on and push through and see where the second episode is to be continued. And I'm wondering if it just goes off like this is the last one, this is what the family say, or if we're going to get like a cute little message from her. I mean, she's been doing some press. So if you go ahead on in the internet, then you can find her talking about some things. But I'd like for her to speak directly to the viewers on this show because we had a good run of nine eight years of this uh of this show we've learned a lot I went back and watched some of the beginning ones and woo, the people are rough but you know it is what it is so <laughs> I guess we just gonna have to stay tuned and see what else we got going on and if there's another show that I don't because I, I may be missing something that works somewhere kind of like this or another show just in general that you guys would like for me to um, review go ahead on and send me an email about that as well and we can discuss it Well, look at this. You're here, and I'm pleased, because I really dig your company. Hey, guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast.